This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com slash HTEC. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Anthony Martinetti lived in the Italian North End, the home for more than 50 years of the Prince Spaghetti Company. Anthony knows a lot about local Italian customs, and he knows a lot about Prince, because that's a local custom too. Prince is more than just authentic. It's something that grows you. With wheat germ energy, other pastas leave out. Most days, Anthony takes his time going home. But not today. Today is Wednesday. And as every family in the North End will tell you, Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day.
buona buonasera a tutte a tutta tavola a mangiare. It's the Tony Bruno Show live here. We are doing it live from Moonshine Philly on a Wednesday night. How, how, what a coincidence. If you don't understand that open, you're not over probably 50. Or you're back not in the, the day, Coast. Wednesday was Prince Spaghetti Day. Do you remember that? They had Prince Spaghetti trucks and it said it on the truck. Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. Prince Spaghetti's been around since 1912. But you know, if you're young, you don't know that. But Prince now owns Ronzoni, Rice-A-Roni, all these companies. They bought, they got anything else. They buy everybody out. So why don't they still keep it being... There is still Prince Spaghetti. No, but like Wednesday Pasta Day. It's all, you know when you know what pasta day is to me? What? Every day. Every damn day. <laughs> Especially here at Moonshine, where we're going to have some uh, uh, meatballs. Luigi's here. Miss Robin's here. Jack in the back is here. And we have special guests coming in tonight, too. All the way from California. You think we just get local schlubs and just walk down the street and grab them in here and throw them in and throw them on the microphone? Yeah, we do sometimes, most of the time, actually. That's actually Tuesday nights here. <laughs> That's Tuesday nights with Luigi and Funkin' Fantasy right here in the same location. That's right. We also have my alma mater in the house tonight. Back when it was Bishop Newman High School, before he was a saint, before Maria Goretti was a saint, there was Bishop Newman. Now there's a Maria Goretti, uh, there's a Newman Goretti get-together tonight, right? Where's the Newman Goretti people in the back? The saints. They're, waving, they're raising noise. their hands like this is... Uh, Night Court. This is a radio TV show. Love Night Court. Remember that show? Hey, where are the white women at? They're outside. Don't worry about it. They're outside. It's South Philly. Come on. Two streets right around the corner. Plenty of white women out there since it's all about talking about people's race now, which I didn't realize. But we are here live, and uh, you know who's going to come on in a couple of minutes, Luigi? I know who's going to come on. You know who's going to come on? I do. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's got a beard now. Except mine is complete. I got my Santa starter kit going now. <laughs> I figure if I let this beard grow, I could be a, I could be a department store Santa Claus. Or maybe you work at Corvettes. Right, but a beard's not going to help you get the ho-ho-hos you want, brother. You need cash for that. Maybe Channel, like they bring the Heckingers. Where's some of the other great the Sears? If they don't close by then, Lit Brothers, uh, Gimbals. Where? No. Audios, yes, absolutely. The uh, Macy's, Strawbridge and Clothier. Yep. Clo How about Clover? How about Clover? Clover. Woolworths. Woolworths. Pomeroy's. Woolworths. They should bring Woolworths back and they bring, bring, back, bring back. back the lunch counter. Woolworths was great because they had the original lunch counter with the soda fountains. You know, you go in there, you pick up some. You pick up some gumad right out of school in the afternoon. Right, Luigi, you go in there, you I get yourself that that a milkshake, a nice burger, and then boom. And then bang. Before you know you're down the lakes making out. Down the with lakes. With some chick in your 68 Dodge Dart. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> better than that growing up, man. Now that's sexy. You work at Woolworth? Donna's back in the house tonight, too. We haven't seen her. Give her a roaring round of applause, Luigi. I can do that. Don is in the house tonight. You know who else is here? All the way from New Jersey. Haven't seen him forever. Oh, yeah, the Fuzz, man. That's right. He's the Fuzz. That's Ziggy's over there, man. Ziggy. Why do you call him the Fuzz? Because he's part of the Fuzz, man. He's, like part of the, he's, he's in the police department kind right. of a thing. State trooper. They shouldn't call him a pig. I mean, look at Fuzz. No, he's a decent when was the last time somebody referred guy? to cops as Fuzz? It just happened right now, man. 
Is that that's that, that's uh, that's that's a term of endearment, right? The fuzz? I don't think that's a derogatory term. No. For cops. I know it's I not derogatory, but I never understood where the term fuzz came from. When we're what, what does what does fuzz have to do with police? I, don't know, I have actually, no that's idea. That's a good question. Man. Well, didn't they have? That's what felt, I do here. I ask questions, and I we get they, answers. Didn't they used to wear sort of like felt hats? Maybe they were fuzzy. I don't know. I you don't know. know. We have a guest that's going to come in here. Did you get your food yet, Craig? We, it's all right. We can eat during the show. We can eat during the show on this. But you know who's going to be here in just a couple minutes, Luigi. I do. All right. Back Robin, you know who's going to be here in a couple minutes? I do. All right. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew who was going to be here in we're, a couple minutes. We're all ready. And a Twitter. A, t- a Twitter? By the way, we, all the people, a lot of people have been asking us about you know, being able to see this show at TonyBrunoShow.com, live every Wednesday night. And then, of course, you can watch it on demand whenever you want. But we're on Facebook Live, right? We're on Periscope. We're on Twitch. We're people who Twitch watch this show on other sites. People with a nervous Twitch, you can see it there. Where else, Robin? Um, Periscope. I mentioned Periscope. We're also on dial-up, too, if you have it. Right. You're listening to us on AOL, <laughs> Instant Messenger. Or what was the original? Prodigy? If you're on Prodigy tonight, you can get us. That's the dial-up's his... working tonight, though, All right? right? So but everybody that's can hear it. <laughs> I actually had the, uh, the the reason why they called it. The fuzz was a derogatory term. It oh, was? It? Yeah, and it was for the um, for the, the, the fur that they had on the hats. You were right about that. Oh, okay. wow. See, now I knew so that part. Fuzz, I didn't know it was derogatory. So you're though. anti-police by calling him fuzz. Yeah, man, I guess so. Guilty as charged. What's the matter with you, Guilty man? Guilty as charged, man. Why can't you just call him the man in blue? Because he's not, a, he's not the man he's in blue. He even has a blue jacket on tonight. Good for him. Now, did you pa- are you packing tonight just in case something gets out of hand here? Are you packing tonight just for the safety of our audience here in case some knuckleheads come in here? Okay. We can handle them ourselves, so we're South Philly guys. And then we got some guys from Monco and Delco in here, too. So it should be, I think it's us against them. We got a good South Philly content. Everybody in here from South Philly? Exactly. Is there a greater neighborhood on earth than South Philadelphia? Is there a neighborhood where more prominent people have come from in these sports, entertainment, any, any business you mention? Is there, a, is there a more prominent neighborhood, Luigi? I would say no. Exactly right. I mean, there's some, obviously there's great neighborhoods and people are from everywhere. But I'm saying the South Philly, the South Philly is internationally known. It's I could have moved anywhere in the world, Tony. You chose South Philly. I chose Philly. South Philadelphia. You could have moved to... Mayfair. Oh, you did. I was that, in Mayfair. Right. I was right. in Mayfair. Right. I was you one. You could have moved to K and A. You could have moved to. Give me another good neighborhood that he could have moved to. Well, K and A isn't one of them. Mount Airy. <laughs> I could have moved to Alney. You could have moved to Alney. It's Alney. Come on. What's Alney. the matter with you? That's why I said Alney. Not Alney. I said Alney. Okay. The Acme's everywhere now. The Acme. West and Oak West Oak Lane. Where? Fergusonville. Where the, where the hell is that? Is that near Ferguson, the original uh, Ferguson? No, that's in Ohio. And, and, uh, Ohio. By the way, I as I was mentioning all the video platforms where you can watch this show, you know how that happens? Because everybody's shaking. How can you see us in all these things with just little webcams? We it's don't have like... Magic. What, what's the latest technology? Four, a 5HD, uh, Ultimate HD... Magic. Little, little, web, little $20 webcams. I know. It's amazing. In high definition. But there's only one way we can there's do it. There's only one way you can get one stream 
without crossing the streams and send all the streams to one place, Switchboard Live. It is absolutely and fantastic. And people have been asking us about I it. Know. This is not just about podcasts. No, it's not. It's about, you know, have a conference. If you work and you want to ta- contact your relatives all over the world. People are finding more and more reasons to utilize live video streaming. Yeah. Whether it's for family gatherings, whether it's for work, whether it's for their business, whether it's for, you know, the wedding ceremonies, whatever. Exactly. Um, and so you just take the one stream. Yes. Because when we were doing this with, with, with just regular internet, even high speed... There's no way you could have enough capacity to send this to all those sources. Right, because a lot of people say, well, I have great download speed. It's not the download speed, it's the upload speed. Did you know it's the upload or the download? Are you on the upload speed or download speed, Luigi? I believe I'm on the download speed. I'm on the down low all the time, man. Well, unfortunately, you have to have high (laughs) upload speed. And even when you have a full high-speed internet package, most... Internet packages do not right. have high So you upside. send it to Switchboard Live. This is what we do. Right. They take everything, all the different places they send it out for you. You send it to them, and boom. Boom. They put it out there for you. Switchboard, it's how you do it live. And who does it better live than we do, Luigi? We'll do it live. Damn right. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I know I we're doing it live. Relax. Do it live. We'll take your calls tonight, too. It's 619-924-9874. Is that the right number, Luis? That is the right number. We had a little bit of a hiccup with the phone, so we're going to try to re-effort that right now, though. I know you're up, but the thing is is that we may be down. Exactly. So we'll figure that out, though. And too. FYI, if anybody is interested in Switchboard Live, um, when you go to the website tomorrow, not tonight, uh, there will be a link where you can get um, access to a special discount utilizing the code BRUNO. Oh, dude. Yes. So we just hook up our audience we do. really, really well. Just for, just for supporting our sponsors. And all of the sponsors we support, we believe in. We utilize them. We, we, Switchboard Live has saved... The Tony the Bruno internet. Show. Not yeah. just the Tony Bruno show. It's, it's saved anyone who wants to multi-stream one video feed. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better. It's next generation. We're always looking for the latest technologies, well, right? Because Switchboard Live energizes the podcast. Exactly. And Sky Energy Drink energizes us exactly. as people. I got to let Craig uh, hook up with one of these now. He's getting his food soon, but we're going to bring And ladies and gentlemen, in the house, we saw him here again on Saturday. He's here every Wednesday night. Big room with the fried chicken next door at Moonshine. <laughs> Big Rube is this. That man works 24-7. And in fact, I had some of Big Rube's fried yes, chicken last I night. I saw it in the fridge. I saw it. I, had some, I, I, bought, I brought home some extra from Saturday night's big charity event here. And they had a big street fest here, charity, and Big Rube was out there. He must have cooked 10,000 pounds of chicken. I mean, it, 500 pounds of chicken, wow, man. Wow, 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 wow. And I said, I got to have more before we go home. Yes, you did. So I went out there and got another bag of chicken. Put it in the fridge, and then last night, last night, at watching, uh, I was watching baseball, flipping around on TV. I was watching Mysteries of the Abandoned on Science Channel, and I was eating Big Rube's fried chicken. It's a good job out of you. It was phenomenal, man. Really, it is. What'd you have? Did you get the uh, the three? uh, Did you get the wing the wing meal, or did you get the? um... I got. I I said, put it all in the bag. Put the wings. Put the thighs. The whole damn chicken in there. Give me some breasts in there if you got it. Of course. You always have to have the breasts in there. It's the best one. You can't do it without breasts. I like, I, I don't know, man. I like the thighs, too, though. Well, who doesn't like I mean, that? I'm a leg guy. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of thighs. Anyway, meanwhile, we got a lot to talk about today, too. We do have a lot to get into. We'll get into the 76ers, your team, your town. And after one game, 
And you know me, I don't pre believe in anything doing anything prematurely. But I would like to thank the Philadelphia 76ers for embarking on another season where not just the Eastern Conference Championship is not assured, but certainly an NBA championship is not even they're not even remotely in the stratosphere close yet. to competing with Boston. Not well, even close. I mean, they compete with Boston, but they're not as good as Boston. And I, listen, it doesn't pride me to say that the Sixers aren't as good as the Celtics. And it's not just one game, but the Sixers have a lot of work to do. Despite all the great players they've accumulated, you watch the Celtics, they look great. And now the question is, you look at the Eastern Conference, LeBron's out of here. He's gone. He's over with the Lakers. So that, that hurdle is out of the way mm -hmm. in the Eastern Conference. But they still have, you have Washington the Celtics, and Toronto. Washington and Toronto. Well, Indiana, and Indiana, too. Indiana, Indiana's a decent team. Decent, but I'm talking about, this isn't about being decent. This is about, do you have a team that can make a run for championship? That's what it's all about in, the in East, sports. It's, it's, it's not about just making the playoffs anymore. In the East, it's Boston and everyone else. Exactly. It is. It's, it's Boston and everyone else. And out in the West, it's obviously, everyone's, we all know everyone's playing to lose to Golden State. Exactly. It's predetermined. It already is. Exactly right. And so that's what it's all about in the NBA. And it's, this, you look at the NFL, and I'm not knocking the NBA. I want the Sixers to win, and I want them to – I don't want them to – everybody's been complaining, well, we don't want to just be an eight seed. Well, they're better than an eight seed, obviously. But are they closer to a championship? Yes, they are. But as a lot of teams that were close to championships, the Knicks during the Michael Jordan era, the, the, you know, the, the Phoenix Utah Suns. Jazz, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns were very close to championships, but they always had that one hurdle. And depending on how long the Golden Warriors, the Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors stay elite, that may be their biggest obstacle. You could have one of the best teams ever assembled and still not win a championship only because of the obstacles that are in your way. And the obstacles are the Boston Celtics in the East and the Golden State Warriors in the West. And so that's the, that's the problem in the NBA for teams that think they have a shot and hope they have a shot and get better each year, but then still need something to take that next step. And I don't know what that is right now. Well, whatever it is, the Sixers didn't do it because they actually, you know, you and I were talking off air about this. They, they, got, they got worse than they were last year. Well, like you can't judge they, no, that you, in one you know, game. But no, but it's, no, it wasn't about the, the game. I'm talking about just as far as their rotation goes. When you lose Ilyasov and Bellinelli, now are they, you know, all-star players? No, but they're pivotal role players who came in and played huge minutes for you last year, and you didn't, you didn't address that scoring. You didn't get that back. You brought in Wilson Chandler, who, was an, who I met, by the way, at the, at the art museum. I know. You told yeah, me. He was there. And then, um, like I said, you bring in Wilson Chandler, and then that's basically it. You start Markel Fultz, and now people are wondering. They're already doing surveys. They're already doing polls on radio. What do you do with Markel Fultz? We're not going to go that crazy. What do you do with Markel Fultz now? You stick him out there and you Bench play him, him every minute you can. Send him to Siberia. Put him in the G League. That's how crazy this town is when a team loses a game. Because this team was hyped to be so good. So and they are good. They're and they, be good. They are a good team, but just understand that the Sixers played a team in Boston who is better than we are at the moment. I'm sorry, that, but that's, that's the truth that's of it. That's what happens. That's, I mean, look, no, Tony, seriously, to break it down for 30 seconds, think about this. Boston was... Boston advanced past us last year, right? Mm -hmm. This year, they just got Kyrie Irving back. They got Gordon Hayward back. They got Jason Tatum in, Jason Tatum in his second year, who was obviously clear-cut, should have been the number one, okay, over Fultz, and rightfully so, was a better player. And Jalen Brown, who's in his third year now, is emerging as a superstar in the NBA. That's a team that's completely on the rise. Other than that, they suck. Other than that, they suck. <laughs> right. no, that's the truth, though. I mean, their only one weak point is Al Horford. And he's still a pretty serviceable center. Yeah. That's their weakest link. All right, that's your NBA segment for tonight. If you want more NBA talk, there's like 60 podcasts 
that where a bunch of guys sit around and they bring uh, hot towels in and massage each other for an hour. And, uh, and then they clean off the mass afterwards and leave. I like a Turkish bath. You don't like a Turkish bath? This isn't a Turkish. It's more like a Turkish prison. Gotcha. But it's okay. If you go to a Turkish prison, Trump will get you out of it eventually. Eventually. Back in the day, you used to have to spend your whole life in a Turkish prison. Right. Now you can get out in it's two like years. Three to, yeah, two to Who three. knew? Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we all need a break. Anyway, that's our political commentary for the night, too. Done. Meanwhile, we got some updates tonight, too. We've we got did. a chocolate milk update on the show. This isn't just about stupid oh, this is not even mine. This is this a is separate one. This is a chocolate one. milk update. And who's a bigger chocolate milk freak than I am? No Nobody. one. Nobody. No and one. now you like your chocolate milk. I too. like my chocolate milk. It's the best Who doesn't post. like chocolate milk in here? Anybody? Wait, you don't like chocolate milk? Then why did you raise your hand when I said, who doesn't like chocolate milk? I said, who doesn't? Does anybody not like chocolate milk? What don't you Exactly. It's like, it's like crack. It's like crack. It is. Except more expensive in some neighborhoods than crack. Depending on whether you get like the really, really good right, stuff. Right, the good chocolate milk. <laughs> the good chocolate milk. <laughs> not the little moose, man. You got to get the good stuff. Now, you guys getting food over there now, Craig? You got the meatball? Yeah, his his mouth is full. No, he got the, uh, he got the chicken, the, uh, picante, chicken, picante, ravioli. chicken yeah. picata raviolis. Anybody get meatballs over there? Yeah, aren't they? Aren't, isn't everything? This is not your normal bar food, right? Guess it's who fantastic. hasn't eaten in this, in this crowd tonight? Uh, it's an outrage. Tony Bruno? Uh, this reporter right here. And Jack. Jack, you just came in. I've been here since 5 o'clock, and I haven't had Ugats. What did you like order, mister? I didn't order. I'll order something Now, we later. do have... I have a Florida update. You have a Florida update? I do. I have a Big Bird is Dead update, too. Well... Big Bird is now officially dead. Now, don't be spreading dead. rumors, Tony. It's not Bruno. a rumor. There's this little, is a fact. If, if there's some really bad parents out there and they're allowing their kids to listen to this show, they're going to be really upset if you say that. No, I'm telling you, it's a sad day. It's a sad day on Sesame Street. It's a sad day in the neighborhood. We will have that. Mr. Rogers is still alive, by the way. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Mr. Rogers passed I away years Mr. ago. I Mr. Rogers and Tupac <laughs> are still alive somewhere, and they're hiding only to come back when this country and this world needs hey, to be saved. Tupac At the last minute, when we're all about to flush this whole planet down the toilet, Tupac and Mr. Rogers and Elvis. will reappear. And Elvis. And Don't the heavens Elvis. will open, and everybody will be safe and happy again. The United States of America once again will be united. Thanks to Tupac and, and that's Mr. What we're all Rogers. waiting for. That's what we're, that's all waiting. we're waiting for. Okay. All right, no problem. Everybody's waiting for Jesus to come back. We've been waiting for forever. Tu- for Tupac. There have been some false alarms, too, by some local people who keep giving us that doomsday, you know, the doomsday clock. There have been a couple of local guys here in the Philadelphia area who have predicted the end of the world. Right? There's a guy on, like, a radio channel in Camden, New Jersey, who had a couple of, like, Oh, this is the day, the time. And then all the people would go outside and stand around. And wait, and nothing and wait. happens. And then all of a sudden they'd say, now what? Now what? What the hell are we doing now? <laughs> we messed up. We made a mistake. Where's everybody going now? They're going to Betson's to get some furniture. That's right. That's another old school local. Uh... You, if you got, I couldn't believe you pulled that, that old Princess Pasta commercial out of your head. Thinking that because you remember that it was all, like the commercial said Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. So here's what I love. So when I pull out something from the 60s or 70s, which oh by the way isn't ancient history. Okay, maybe if you were born in the 80s you don't remember, but to suggest that because I remember the Prince Spaghetti Days uh, commercial from the 60s and 70s by the way, and actually went into the 80s, that I'm somehow some relic, some dinosaur. 
No, you're not a relic. I, I was actually just impressed by your knowledge of that. Because it's his knowledge. It's 36 years removed, man. Am I supposed to apologize for having... No, I was impressed. For, for being around long enough to remember all this crap no, that nobody I was, cares about? I was, impressed that you re, I was impressed that you retained all this crap that nobody cares about. That's what I was impressed I can't about. remember what happened yesterday. But when you, when, you, when you stir something in the loins from like the 60s, 70s, or 80s, and I don't mean like bad oldies that they play on the same, the same ones they play on the same radio stations every day. I'm talking about like stuff that you grew up. It's forever in Crash Brothers, 937 South Street, Store of the Stars. Jesus. Stuff that's forever ingrained in your brain before you became insane in the membrane. So what's wrong with, what's wrong with having knowledge from 30, 40, 50 There's years ago. absolutely nothing It's wrong almost with like you have to apologize for being older. When I was a kid, I looked up to older people. That's how I got better at what I did. I looked at people who were really good at what they did, and I said, damn, I want to be like that someday. And I would call them, on the radio people, I'd call them and say, how do I do that? I said, work your ass off and just pursue your goals. And then you do that, and then 50 years later, all of a sudden, young people who don't respect anybody's accomplishments or careers, who think that they should just, just they're entitled to, to having a successful life and successful career, call you out on Twitter because you're an older guy. And the same people are saying, you should be in a home. They, they're, they, you know what their heroes are people who are 10 years older than me. You know what that is? That's How does that make any sense? How is it that when your heroes are 10 years and 15 years older than me, I'm the old goat and the old fart. How does well, that make any sense? Bruce Springsteen's older than me. Everybody from the Beatles and the Rolling Stones who are still alive are, old, are way older than me, but somehow I'm old. I don't explain get that, Explain I, I, that, that idiocy that's spreading around this country. Robin may have it. I don't, I don't. Well, you know what? There is a difference. What's the difference? You have gone au naturel. All those guys. Well, I got my clothes on. <laughs> but, they, but all those. But I'm not they, afraid to they be die, naked. They, Excuse me while I whip this. I'm out. not afraid to they walk around their, naked. But they dye their hair. They have facelifts. Exactly. They I do all that. Well, I'm I'm natural. I let it go because I don't do the TV. When I was doing the TV thing, when your when your beard starts getting white, you got it with you a little brown. Mix, yeah, you get that mixed thing, and it looks like you got dirt in your face. So I finally, when it started getting too white, I said, "Screw it! I'm not going to dye it anymore." Plus, you mean kind of like Craig. Like Craig. <laughs> I'm going to bring it here in a second. I want to let him eat, though. You done? Did you wolf it down? Weren't you in Tenth and Wolf? Oh, no, that was a Tony Luca movie. See, that's a local reference. See, yeah. that, that's bad knowledge. Right that is there. bad knowledge. But that movie was shot in Pittsburgh. It was shot South in Pittsburgh Philly because they wouldn't allow him. They wouldn't allow to film a movie about the local mob at Tenth and Wolf at Tenth and Wolf. So they had to shoot it in Pittsburgh. Because the neighborhood and the city of Philadelphia didn't think it would be right to shoot a mob movie where the actual mob, mob was. Exactly. <laughs> so they had to pretend they were in South Philly and shoot it in Pittsburgh, where I guess it's okay to pretend you're a mob town and have a mob neighborhood. Exactly right. How does that make any sense? It's it doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. I, I was uh, married to well, the mob once. Yeah? Then I, then I found we the 90-day fiancé. We have lots of stories, so let's... Let's bring him in here, ladies and gentlemen. He flew all the way in from, uh, from what, where's the town out there? From, not Glendale. Where are you living at now? West Lake Village, ladies and gentlemen. We've seen him at the Canyon Club. We've seen him with Christie Canyon. We've seen him everywhere. I, I know. 
He's here in Philly. He's a Philly guy, but he's internationally known. You've seen him on Showtime. You've seen him on HBO. You've seen him in movies. He is, ladies and gentlemen, the great Craig Shoemaker, the love master in the house tonight. What next uh, Christy Canyon. I was actually in a pornography. Oh, yeah. Not the one you saw. I love Christy Canyon. Not Tom Cat Aces. This was uh, Christy Lake. Her name's Christy Lake. Oh. Christy Lake? And I was doing one of these radio shows in Houston. I hate radio shows. Well, it was like a typical radio show. They're all trying to be Howard Stern. And right. it, was, it was in a strip club in the back. And I just want to do my little comedy so people come see me perform. Right. That's what I do. But they're all focused on these strippers and porn stars. And one of them was well, who isn't? I mean, Christy Lakes. And she was one there. One of them's now a national hero in this country. Who knew? She was there filming, uh, she was there filming a fan. Uh, can I curse? No, uh, she was filming Fan Fucks 4. Oh. F-U-X-X. Okay. Where she sleeps with... Are any children in the house tonight? She, she sleep. She's, Are your kids watching tonight on the West F-U-X-X, Coast? It's F-U-X-X, so we're good. Oh, okay. So she... Uh, I didn't know what to do because they kept paying attention to her. And I found a moisture meter in the garden. And I said, I said this will work. And I put her on my lap and she put the moisture meter down there. And, and I did the love what? master. I, oh, yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> I'm so big, I make flesh-eating bacteria gag, baby. Oh, so, man. And then she it started pinning out at, uh, you know, like high. You know, so it was, it was working. So I thought that was a funny bit. And then one night, a year later, I'm doing my performance. This guy goes, dude, I saw your movie. And I go, what movie? Scream 2? He goes, well, you could say that. <laughs> it turns out, he goes, he says, I'll tell you later. He says... So I'm whacking off to this movie, <laughs> and all of a sudden your mug comes on. She put me in the damn movie. No way, yeah. really? Yeah. But it wasn't Christy Canyon, though. It was, was Christy Lake. Oh, see, I'm talking about the, the Christy Canyon's a superstar. Well, and she lives in Sher- she lives in Sherman Oaks, right, right. near where we where you used to live and where right. I used to do my show. I out know there. all the all the porn stars exactly. are around me. Yes. Good, but good but now that I'm married with a minivan, you know, you that's all that out. Anymore, right. that, that's all out. Although now. I think that's going to be big now. I think there's going to be minivan. Porn is going to be the next big thing. Wow, that's a good that's right? a good idea, Tony. Exactly. Somebody that, write that down. We have to. <laughs> is that kind that's of like a great a... idea? Somebody, we have to patent that. Somebody send in for the licensing on minivan porn. Is it kind of like Cash Cab except Cash? You know, no, like... it's like the you know like Bang Boss except it's a minivan. But anyway, and enough about have... the enough about that stuff. Enough about that stuff. This is a this is a family show here. Oh, it is. This is a family show. Yeah, it's a family show. The, the right. couple mobsters. And I open right up with Christy skinny, Lake. And, skinny Jerry, Joey Merlina will be by later on, and we'll be uh, serenading. This the crowd. reminds me of I was uh, I used to be a bartender down here on uh, Second and Bainbridge. What was what was that? Is that going? What was it? Not going bananas. No, that it was, was a second. It was South. called Rick's Cabaret. Do oh, I know that. that place? Yes, absolutely. And I would I would give people their alcohol, and I'd say, "Hold on," and I MC the show. I'd jump over the bar, <laughs> and, and then MC the show, and I go, "Hold on," and then I'd make fun of them for being cheap and stuff. So no wonder I didn't get tips. But they used to have mob guys that would come in there. I served I served a drink the, the last day as a free man for Long John Monterado. Really? Yeah. He walks in, he's doing with a wedge. I was like shaking. I, I look like I had Parkinson's. I was like, okay, uh, how much ice do you want? I'm putting the ice in there, and you know, I had to have the wedge perfect. And that was his last day as a free man. I'll never forget. I was so frightened of these guys. I love those guys, man. I should have, I should have, I could have gone mob or radio. And I made a mistake. I went radio. <laughs> that I was a mistake. What happened to me. Exactly. Well, it wasn't a mistake. I actually got involved with the mob. I, I was doing loan sharking stuff. 
Really? I'll never forget this guy, Sal. He was another is, bartender. Is this goes, here in, Philly, in the Philly area? Yeah, they, out in LA. They, they taught me. No, this is here at Second and Bainbridge. Okay. And it was these, these on the way mob guys I would work with. And they said, they've had me play this, um, <laughs> this scam. They said, uh, this is back when credit cards weren't as popular. Mm-hmm. And they said, you just, just have to go to the Mac machine for all everything. All you had to yeah. do is you had to order an airplane ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And you would fly somewhere, and, but you didn't have to charge it. And then they would call you. They said, look, if they call you and they say, Mr. Shoemaker, that means they don't know you. They're a bill collector. And you just say, oh, he's dead. So that's what I did. They would call. They go, is Mr. Shoemaker there? And I go, oh, he's dead. And then I would take it further. Do you know the deceased? He was my roommate. And I'd act like I was dead. And then they cancel your uh, bill. And that was it. Oh, and I, I started like that. Go, Why don't I, we do that again? Well, because it's I think... a great are, idea. I, think, I, think, <laughs> I love the Tonys. I try to make a little, cat, little extra cash with the airplane game. Hey, you can, no, you know, everything's coming back. Why not bring back old scams from back in the 70s and 80s? Well, that was, that was an old scam. And then I started getting too involved. And he goes, you don't want to do this. Don't go any further. And I quit. And uh, both those two sows ended up in, uh, uh, wrapped up like meat in a trunk. Wow. We yeah, both those guys. Boss. Thank God I didn't go that far, and here I, I am. Now here you Although, are doing... doing this show, I feel like I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, the mob, those mob guys were really thoughtful and caring about you. They were care- They yes, said, they, they saw my face. They, they started to get desperate for money, and I started getting more scammy and scammy. Kind of like Tony looks right now. And they go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. And I'm reading a book. And there they are, wrapped up in a trunk like a, uh, like oh a rump roast. Yeah. Wow. True story. Wow. Yeah. But here we are. Now here we are in South Philadelphia. Now back my again. career is dead. Exactly. No, it's not. not, not you're not, back not here. You're, <laughs> you're, you're torn all over the place every time. Yeah. I, you're still, you were sh- slowing down a couple of years ago, and then boom, you got right back in. Yeah. Just when you were about to be. I know. What's now, the line now? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back, back in. in. <laughs> And you were money, here in the money summer. Money pulled me back in. In the well, summertime. Yeah, well, no, divorce pulls you back in. That's right. Exactly. All my shows are benefit shows this year, and all proceeds go to my ex-wife. Exactly. <laughs> yes, my your, your cover charge at Helium this weekend goes to Botox and Pilates class. Oh, I mean, <laughs> what better cause is there than that? Seriously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually producing a lot of movies now, too. Yeah, we were talking on before you came in. Right now, you so know, now your right. son, Justin, who I knew when he was just a little kid, yes. is now in college. Yes, he's in college. And he's going to be in your movie? He's going to be an extra in the movie. I'm, it's Richard Dreyfus, David Arquette, Treat Williams. I'm going to Ohio on Sunday to film the movie. I'm producing it, but I'm also in it. And then Justin's going to play an extra. Really? Yeah. I got to be in. I, I, I used you, to be extras in all the movies shot in Philly, and now I don't get into Ugats. If you want to drive to Youngstown, Ohio, and be an extra for $125, there you it. go, Tony. Hey, I got some open. I got some free time. <laughs> oh, you know who's from Youngstown, Ohio, who's right? That? Ron Jaworski, the Polish rifle. That's right. He and, went to Youngstown and, State. And Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Exactly. That's great, the Youngstown knowledge right there. Yes. Did and you know that, Jimmy Malaysia? the Greek. Jimmy the Greek is Jimmy from the Greek Snyder is from Youngstown? That's right, yeah. That's great. And so oh, is, you I almost gave me a little maybe, uh, love maybe, master maybe. there. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at you when I do it, though. What's the... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tap you like a Russian hacker, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> Greg yeah. Shoemaker, the love master. See, now you have to be, because 80s, 90s, I mean, you're still going strong, but you know, a lot yeah. of people, they, like I was saying earlier about people who, get, who, are, who are younger, like, like 20 years ago was like, like 50 years ago, it might as well be, yeah, right? Yeah, I actually go to these comedy clubs and you see all the people on the wall mm-hmm. that we all started with, right. you know, and I was, 
and it's literally like dead. Where's he? <laughs> dead, dead. You know, I'm still here. I, I'm still doing the comedy. I, I do love making people laugh, though. That is the greatest. That's what it's all. That's what Isn't I it? do. I mean, I, I can't. If I don't, if I do a show, if I've ever done a show in 45 years of doing this where I didn't laugh, well, I did. 9/11. Oh, that was, was the rough. only day. And, and actually, the show started with me laughing with Andrew Siciliano out there in the Sherman Oak Studios where you used to come by in California. Yeah. And then that show went from we're just having fun talking about sports to the worst day in the history of the world, at least oh, those of us alive who could remember it, other than obviously D-Day and World. But I'm talking about the, the day that changed yeah. America it did, forever. Yeah. And comedy suffered for a few weeks. Oh, everything suffered. But then suffered people for needed it. People, yeah. Well, you know, I have that organization, Laughter Heals. Right. Laughter is the greatest healing thing there is. I mean, it just it relieves your stress mm -hmm. and it oxygenates your body, and healing endorphins are being released. And you think need, I maintain my lovely uh, com complexion and. Uh, Great person. It looks like you haven't laughed in years, man. What are you talking about? But in Japan, they actually have laughter. India. Is it India? They have 5,000 laughter clubs. Instead of yeah. like we go to Starbucks for a, a pickup, they have, they have laughter clubs that they go they to in the but morning. I thought it was Japan also where they like, instead of like Tai Chi, they go and they have laughter exercises or something like that. Really? Yeah, I want to look it up now. But uh, I think it was Japan, but it no, might be India. Well, no, they have them all over the country. We're the only ones that don't. Right. <laughs> Which so, is sad. Yeah, well, you our country's weird because we try to shut down the comedians. Have you ever noticed the FCC? They're all oh, over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't say things because people get all up in arms. But meanwhile, because of your kids, what do your kids see if it's paid for? <laughs> I'm, I'm like with my kids. I'm watching a commercial for boner pills and vaginal warts. Yes. But if, if you say that in your comedy act, oh. you, you'll be, they, throw you, they throw you off the radio or TV. And you're seeing all the big comics are saying this. You know, and Seinfeld and Chris Rock, they're all saying it's like it's all you can't do comedy anymore no. because everybody's offended at everything. They're, it, it, but they're not offended. If you watch the news, what's going to affect you more? Like if it's your kid watching a schoolyard shooting or rape, a molestation, that's okay. Of course. Because it's all sponsored. But if but there's no laughter lobby. That's you know there's exactly no, there's no improv you know influencing Washington. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, an outrage, as a matter of fact. It, it is. I, I just wish it would switch. Like the FDA, there's the FCC, and they come after the comedians, right? Because they don't want us to tell the truth either. And that's what the thing is. They don't want us to unveil what's really going on mm -hmm. in Washington and all the bribes and everything. But the FDA allows every drug there is, and now we have an opioid addiction, right? Yeah. Big problem, right? But they. Is there a laughter problem? <laughs> you know, is anybody dying from laughter? It is the way to go, by it the way. Is. If you're going to go, you might as well There's die. only so, two ways I would want to go. Dying from laughter or the way Dennis Hoff went a couple nights ago. Two at the same time. Dennis Hoff died, yeah. I know he died, but he did die getting uh, action. Well, he was in his bed in the, at the Bunny Ranch. Ron Jeremy found him. Ron Jeremy found him. No. Yeah, yeah. they went out. So Dennis Hoff, the guy who owns the Bunny Ranch, we've had him on the show. You know, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And we would have a lot of the girls from the Bunny Ranch on the show. Luigi got a gift certificate to go I got a gift certificate. Yeah. He did. He still has it. You have a gift certificate for a prostitute? Yes. It's legal Listen, out there. Listen, I love coupons, but I've never had that one. He said it to me. I'm wondering if it's still going to be valid because he's no longer there. I wish I could exchange my Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. I know. I could literally make a Sistine Chapel with how many I have. I know. We do, too. They're in the car, and they're like, they're all expired, but it doesn't matter. Bring them in there. No, they say bring them in anyway. They expired in 2012. They expired. No problem. Bring them right in here. You notice they all have expiration dates, but they Doesn't never matter. expire. But you have a coupon for a yes, prostitute. Absolutely, that yeah. is amazing. Give it to him. I've, I've, had, I've had it for three years. It starts to diminish value. It went from a full spread. Now I'm basically just getting a hand job. That's no, no, no. Actually, 
Now that he's dead, the value is going to go back up, right? No. I don't know. It might not even honor this thing. It might. It's not a stock, Tony. He signed it, right? It's no, a... it's, it just says to Luigi Curto, courtesy of the, the Bunny Ranch, one free voucher. That's what it said. One to free voucher. Be, yeah. What does that include? It though? includes whatever you whatever you want. Is it soup and nuts? Soup and nuts, or is it just uh, an appetizer? It's like a gift card to go get laid. It's what it was. <laughs> Unbelievable! I've never heard of this before. Yeah, man, that's a stocking stuffer. Damn right, that's it is. Right. <laughs> I, I would be very, very happy with that. I might, have, I might have to sell it. I might sell it on. So eBay. anyway, so Dennis Hoff is running for political office. Uh, yeah, in he's going to win too. Apparently, he's probably yeah. still going to win now that he's dead. I think more people will vote for him. Exactly. <laughs> he's still on the ballot. You know, he's going to. Stay on the ballot. Oh, really? So, yeah. I mean, well, so he's anyway, not so, married, so like, like in in other places, the wife can take over and run in her husband's place. Can one of the bunnies take over for him and run in his place? I think we should do a parade and uh, that's just Playboy. Should, by should, the way, they're not bunnies. What? That's oh, where the public should come in. And oh, they should have them all do like a, a walk by, no, right? Oh, his brother, Jack Hoff is great. Wow, that was a civilian, folks. Jack Hoff is going to wow. run. Wow. That was a civilian. See, old buddy Cerami. I know. You're, the, you've the been lemur. He's one of the lemurs. I know he's one of the lemurs. Yeah, you've been rubbing off on him. That's pretty good. See, your comedy, your laughter's wearing Listen, off on your friends that you grew up with. that I brought with me are the reason I do comedy. We started by doing the craziest... Like, even uh, one time, me and him and these two other guys were sitting around getting stoned. And always bad shit happens when you get stoned. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting around, and we're going, let's walk up to people's doors and make fun of them. <laughs> right? And, and that right. was a great idea. And then George goes, while we're nude. <laughs> so, so we're going to make fun of them while we're nude. I, I barely had pubic hair. I had, it, looked like a, it looked like a panel on a wall switch. That's what I had going on in high school. <laughs> so this is a true story. So Cerami's the getaway car. And we had it's all planned. You say this, you say this. When you knock on the door, we went to this rich area, this rich neighborhood in Bridal Lane. And we knocked on the door and we froze. Like we, we, and we're all naked. And all of a sudden, I started, I started doing my patented penis helicopter. I started, hey, look at this, look at this lady. And she's screaming. And George actually makes fun of her. He goes, get the coffin ready, you old bag. He's nude. He's making fun of her. So, and, wow. so we tear off. That's come back now, you know, we, that whole we, we, way of dealing with people has made a comeback. This is a, yeah, I'm just giving advice out there for the youth. So Cerami's the getaway car. He takes off in the car. And we're naked running next to him. And he's going, hee, hee. He's, he's, and, and, and he's driving the same miles an hour as we're running. He's just going, hee, hee. So, so it was like chariots of fire. The three of us are running down. Come on, Cerami, pull over, pull over. And finally he pulls over. And I get in the car. George jumps on the hood of the car. And he thinks it's funny until Cerami speeds up to 55 with him spread-eagled on the car. And it, that's going to be in the new movie, right? Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then he grabs the wiper and he goes, I'm going to rip it off if you don't let me in. And the ceramic turns it on. And it's like chucking him around. You jerk off. <laughs> what a J.O. And then, then he takes him to the basketball courts. People are playing at night. <laughs> He's spread eagle in the hood. This was the greatest line he ever said, though. George. Better is, than Jack off. This the is, brother of. Uh, uh, he uh, didn't say this one. Uh, George said he's on the hood. And I'm in the back seat howling, laughing. His glasses are crooked. And he goes, let me in. I'm not going to get in the Naval Academy. <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking of higher education. He's nude on the hood of a car. And surrounding beeping. People are stopping basketball. What in the world did we just see? Then we did he back. get in the Naval Academy eventually? No, he, uh, far oh. from it. He's probably in prison. I think he went to the Navy home up there on, oh, yeah, uh, on, Pring on uh, Gerard. And then we came back for Tommy. And he was just sitting on the, he was sitting on the curb waiting for us. 
us. You were one now, of those really uh, we troubled were, utes. We were very bad utes. Troubled utes. Then another time, his ceramic, he says, I don't like that Mr. Pizza. It was a, it was a pizza parlor. Uh-huh. And he, he goes, I don't like that Mr. Pizza. I'm sick of that guy. And he, so he comes up with a plan. We stole, we, we used to work at the country club. We'd steal things all the time. We'd stole a cherry pie. And the three of us lined up on the on the window, on the big picture window. It was like it was like literally like the three students, hello, hello, hello. And we're watching him. He walks in real calmly and he goes, Where can I put this? And the guy goes, Right in there in the trash can. And he goes, Where? And he goes, Right in there. <laughs> he smushes it right in his face. <laughs> and the guy's got cherries all over. Go, and he's chasing after him, striving there, see ya, and he goes off into the mist. That guy could have caught us. We were on the ground, pounding on the ground, laughing. This guy's got cherries all over him. You mother! <laughs> By the way, some of your pals are checking in on Facebook Live. So somebody named Lisa Marie Cardillo. Do you know her? Oh, of course, yeah. She says hi, guys. <laughs> now you also have somebody on. named John Kirk. Ask him about Jimmy Schubert. Jimmy Schubert. He's a Philly comedian. He's the other shoe. Ah, see, okay. his name's Shoe. He always shorten names in Philadelphia. Like Cerami is Ceram, and you know Stagliano is Stag. Scott Astor isn't real fond of this method, <laughs> but he had to deal with it. Remember Astor, Tony, Tony Pussini had to move. Uh, exactly. Poor Pussy, I remember oh, him. Oh yeah. man! But uh, yeah, we have we have it all started for me hanging out with these these idiots up here. in Monco. Yeah, well, we, it started in Mount Airy, and then we moved. Uh, then I had a, a, a old converted garage called the Dungeon. Was, well, who hasn't? I mean, let's be honest. Nobody had a dungeon like I had. <laughs> and we had all of our plots and plans happen there. And we did so many. We went to Florida one time. We decided, let's go to Florida. How old were you, approximately? 18. 18. No, 17. 17. But he looked, he looked 40. He, as a matter of fact, he got arrested one time for underage drinking. And he had these big mutton chops. He would always get served. We couldn't get served. He was always the one that got served. And we were in Kate May Courthouse, and she goes, how old are you? She goes, he goes, 17. She goes, come up here, 17. And he comes up there, and, and she laid the law on him. But we got arrested so many times. But in Florida, though, our car broke down, our truck. And you know what I had to do? We had no money. We had no money. This is how I got started in comedy. I did a, I, remember, I did a, we saw it in the newspaper. Yeah, a sign. It was a sign, and it said, it, a comedy, open mic night. And it was $200 to the winner. Was it 300 Okay. That's a lot of money. Well, shut the it fuck a, up and go outside. It was a lot of money. And I was going to pay for the truck. And I won the contest by doing my patented what? celebrity smoking pot. Uh, it, it, it ended with me on the floor doing curly stone. $300. And now, was that where you started awesome. doing the, uh, the, the patented uh, Don what? Knotts? Oh, stone? Don Knotts. Well, yeah, Don, well, what's funny about his daughter, by the way, called me up recently. If you don't know who Don Knotts is, he's uh, Mr. Furley on Three's Company, and, yeah. and, uh, and he was also Barney Fife. Yep. Yep. She calls me, Don Knotts' daughter, Karen Knotts, she goes, I'm doing a book called Tied Up in Knotts, and you're my dad's favorite comedian, and I want you in the book. That's awesome. So I told her all these stories. He really did mean a lot to me. All my first time on television was with him, on Matlock, and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then uh, she was in the audience two weeks ago, and I said... 
you know the bit I used to do about your dad? And imagine everybody's in the audience. All, I said, it's Barney Fife. I said, I used to do Barney Fife doing porn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here she is in the audience. I'm going, take it all. Back that ass up, bitch. <laughs> Look out for that headboard. <laughs> I got plenty more bullets to go here. And, and I, I ended up going, did you come? <laughs> and everybody imagine that she's sitting there and I'm doing, you know, her dad <sighs> doing porn. Wow. <laughs> At least the, the smoke and the weed thing would have been a little more accepted. I know, I no, should have no, gone, no, I should have gone with that one. You should have gone the first weed, thing I ever did porn. Was, was Barney doing porn. You know, it's, it's all the she, comedy you know like about that. that. I, I couldn't look at her. <laughs> why? I wouldn't know why you would not be able to look at his, his daughter when you're doing her dad doing porn. I literally turned my back to her and said to everybody in the audience, I go, How is she, is she laughing? <laughs> no, she's crying right now. And after that, she called you and said you were, she was still her dad's favorite comedian? No, no, she didn't call after that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the book, though, tied up in knots. But by the way, Laughter Healing, you know about the story about how Laughter Heals was formed. We have a nonprofit, yeah. laughterheals.org. My buddy Goldberg, Michael Goldberg from Philadelphia, Northeast Philadelphia, my old, you know, you bond through laughter, and we right. always bonded through laughter. He directed me my first movie, The Love Master, with mm -hmm. Farrah Fawcett, and he wrote Cool Runnings, Little Giants, real comedy guy. Well, his daughter was conceived while we were, we were watching an Eagles game in Arizona, filming the movie, and his wife said, I'm ovulating. I said, do The Love Master, and she was conceived that day. And then a year so and a half. So the Love Master is now replacing Viagra and all these other. Oh no! It's painful. A, it's it, a fertility thing. It is a fertility thing. Because every guy problem. goes home and tries to do the Love Master, it makes people laugh, <laughs> and you loosen up and instead of trying to have a kid. I have five people that give me credit for the child. Really? Being conceived after now, one the was love conceived Masters, in the parking lot of the Bray Improv. Is Love Master now? Non-PC, is it offensive to some people now? Oh, I don't even care anymore. I don't either. I'm just asking. What, what are they going to do? Arrest me? <laughs> so, so, so listen to what happens. So Gold, Michael Goldberg, a year and a half after his daughter's born, he gets brain cancer. They said, you have three months to live. And that's the day that I form Laughter Heals. And I do these guided laughitations in cancer facilities. We help wounded warriors, you know, add laughter to whatever their healing is. Right. He lived 15 years past that prognosis wow. from adding so much laughter to his uh, life. And then I visited him in hospice care a couple years ago, and he was in a coma. I didn't even know if he knew I was there. We filmed this for the movie, by the way. And he's sitting there, and I go, Golds, I don't even know if you know I'm here. I don't know what to do. You're lying there with nothing to do. I said, you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I've never had anybody but my own. You want me to give you a little handy? And he came out of a coma, and he goes, ah. He laughed one more time. Wow. And then he died. Wow. Uh, he died two days later. Well, if you think about Made it. Made him laugh one more think time. Think about all the comedians out there that live to ripe old age. I mean... George Burns, George Bob Burns. Hope, yeah. Phyllis Diller, all Red Buttons, uh, Jack Benny, all 90s, yes. 100. George Carlin lived pretty late, too, right? He was 80. No, Carlin wasn't that old. No, he wasn't. But he, he got something else. I've Carlin had Carl a heart problem. Yeah, he had and a heart also had drugs. Time, if yeah. the drugs aren't involved in alcohol, exactly. then they live a long time. Right. Because being Benny around White. laughter. Benny right? White. I mean, look at her. Being around laughter is good for you. You don't have to be telling the jokes. You just have to be around it. So mm -hmm. we live healthy lives. You know, it yep. keeps us young by, by telling the jokes and being involved in that energy. You're creating a positive energy. Yep. And Especially uh, when you see, when you, when you do what you do and I do what I do, when we're in remotes, we see people laugh. But that's, that's, what, that's what you feed off of. You go yes. up and, like, you're going to be at... Uh, Helium here in Philly this That's weekend, right. right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday night shows. It feeds your heart and your you watch the audience. System, and yeah. when the audience is laughing, it makes you feel better. Oh, absolutely. So everybody gets everybody gets a thrill. The audience and the performer is like, 
yeah, this is, this is good. And you leave a comedy club and you just feel better. You feel better about everything. That's what I always say to people. And you know, I do a long show. You've been there before. Yes. yes a 90 yeah, minute I, show. Springsteen doesn't do a show as long he's as you He's my do. idol, by the way. He's my inspiration. Really? Yes. I said, when I saw him at the Spectrum when I was very young, and I said, that's what I want to do on stage. Tell the truth. Give him real stories about you. Because his interstitial stuff that he says between the sets, between the songs, is really great. I still remember it. Give everything that you have. Sweat. Give everything. And that's what I do on my show. I always think of Springsteen. I know everybody says, who's your influence? They think I'm going to say Steve Martin or Woody Allen or Richard Pryor. Bruce Springsteen's my number one. Well, he's not that funny, but, <laughs> but I love the way he performs. And What's the longest show? Because whenever I, I used, Robin and I would come out and see you at the Canyon Club and wherever you were, and then we've seen you here in Philly up in Collegeville, wherever like the hell you were. Like halfway through Phoenix your show, Bill. my face already hurts so much. That's I'm like, my I favorite. I can't do it anymore. I like and hurting you keep people. Going. Yeah. <laughs> I like when they come up. I have a guy come up. He goes, I have Bell's palsy. My <laughs> face hurts. Palsy. My face hurts. What are you going to shut up? I, I'm sick of smiling. And that's the fa my favorite. If By I can the hurt way, them in that way. Speaking you know? of your show, yeah. you have done something. You affected me so much that I have changed my life because of you. Oh, the love master does that, baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, But that yeah. was not the love master Those glasses better be shatterproof. <laughs> oh, I'm poke wow. your eye out, baby. Guess, oh, guess yeah. Guess what I no longer do, what? and I give you mostly credit. I mean, what? it's not completely. I do not curl my lashes anymore. Ah. Oh. I don't. So you have to know. You have to go see Craig <laughs> you to, uh, yeah. to do the life. Yeah. Has anybody not seen the love master in here? The entire room. <laughs> Go watch the movie. They've been looking Go at me going, who the hell is this guy? Is he going to talk about Christy Lake and his act? No, 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 no. No, you talk about everything. That's what's good because you talk about your life. And that's, yeah. and that's what's, what most comics who do that, that what's, that's what, it's like we talk about what we, the stupid things we do yes. over the years on the radio. It's, all that's re how people it's relatable. Become, people are in the audience saying, oh, that's happened to me. Yep. Or, or it happened to someone I know. They identify. They have like a connection to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, Springsteen, it's about bringing truth. You just bring the truth and nobody can object to it. That's why I don't get into politics because that's mostly opinion, unless I've met the person. Right. You know, I met McCain. I met Trump. I could say something about them, about meeting them, but I'm not going to say my opinion on stage because then people are going, oh, that's, you know. But you can't say any, it's BS if it's your experience. Like, I was nude on the hood of a car. Right. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, these are the things that no, nobody else has. Nobody else has a father who's a cult leader running mule rides in the Pocono Mountains. Nobody has that but me. I'm trying to think. No, you're right. Nobody has no, that. Nobody, nobody has that. Nobody. Kenny Loggins' son opens for me. You know Kenny Loggins? Yes. Robin knows I know, Kenny I know Kenny. I went down a water slide with Kenny Loggins several times. Um, let's not stand on ceremony here. <laughs> when he was in Guam doing, he was on tour, and he stayed at the Pacific Islands Club, I was the club mate hanging out at the pool taking care of everybody, and he and his entourage came down, and I hung, he was the nicest. This qualifies as you know him? Yeah, she hung <laughs> out with him. I hung out it wasn't like day. she served him a drink or said, was, hey, would you like a towel, Mr. Loggins? It was all day She went long. down a water slide with him. <laughs> that, Several that times. No, they must played, be on Snapchat together over and there. We, and we played, we played pool volleyball and, yeah, I mean, all day long. He was awesome. His son, I toured with him. As a matter of fact, I think these monkeys came to see me. I, was in, um, I went to Broadway with him, and he says, uh, right before the show, he goes, Craig, I'm freaking out. Tris is sick. Can you sing bass? I'm about to go on Broadway. I go, sure. Footloose, footloose. <laughs> I was so freaking right. nervous. So I, lear I learned the bass line over dinner. I had to sing bass. And then 
I, I, I swear to you, I, I was so nervous. It says Craig Shoemaker with Kenny Loggins on Broadway, or Kenny Loggins, I was, and my monkey idiot friends, they took the train up from Philadelphia. They got drunk and other things on the train. They're <laughs> wasted, just... and all of a sudden they come down the aisle in this beautiful Broadway theater. Yo, shoe! Tell them about the time you pissed your pants in Miss Heimel's class. <laughs> <laughs> They're like ripping on me. They're going, Steiny's funnier than him. That's the first tits he ever felt. <laughs> They're ripping on me, and I'm and I'm off the microphone. Go, guys, not now, not now. And they're in the front row. Wow. They're in the front row heckling. I'm going, stop it, stop, stop, stop. I'm on Broadway. I'm on Broadway. We know where you are. Steiny's funnier. Let him get up there. So, so anyway, what happened so, when you started singing? So what happened was they passed out. They were so drunk, they all passed out in the front well, row. Thank God. I'm for doing an acoustic <laughs> set with Kenny Loggins. I have sunglasses on, so no one saw the pain in my eyes as I searched for the notes. Right. Suddenly, one of them wakes up and goes, Yo, there's shoes singing with Kenny Loggins. Do Poo Corner. My idiot friends. These, these are the, my influences in life. Yeah, Everybody's got to have but bad influences. Loggins, his son, would tail around us. He was seven years old. Uh -huh. He said, I want to be a comedian. Right? So I hadn't seen him in years. He was a seven years old little kid. And Kenny came up to me. I had a concert in my... Uh, where I have a big production company now. In our parking lot, we had... Kenny Loggins, REO Speedwagon, The Bangles. And um, Kenny says to me after the concert, he goes, hey, my son uh, wants to do comedy now. I said, really, still? And he goes, no, he hasn't done it, but he wants to do it. Will you mentor him? And his son now works for me. He shows up, he's 36, and he's six foot nine. Really? But, yeah, but the point I'm making is he opens for me. I said, do material that no one else can do, because there's no one except for your siblings that could do material about I'm Kenny Loggins' yes. son. And by the way, he married his colon therapist, so I said, there's a joke right there. He built his, he built his own poo corner at his house. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, you can corroborate this because I've tried to tell Tony how incredibly skinny Kenny Loggins' legs are. Like, yes. they were just sticks. Not that I was, not that I ever uh, oh, see, water I, slided with him, <laughs> but I, I definitely can attest to he has skinny, skinny legs. Skinny, yes. skinny legs. And, Skinniest uh, legs I've ever seen. But his son now opens for me, and he does, all, he does material <laughs> that's he's true. Nine? Yeah. I said, tell them you're 6'9", and you're Kenny Loggins' kid. And now he writes all these jokes about being his, his son. You know, another guy, for, for people that don't, aren't familiar with Craig's recent career, another guy you had open for you who is now a superstar. Dave Chappelle. No, 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 no. 14 Dave years Chappelle old. opened 14 for you? years old. He opened for me in Washington, D.C. Oh, I'm talking about Reese. I didn't know it. that. Oh, no. I've had a whole list. Do you want to hear my list of people that opened for me? It's like, whoa. Hey, I'll slide me some, some Judd Apatow, the great director. He opened wow. for me. He used to make mixtapes to kiss my ass to open for me. David Spade opened for me. Uh, oh, the list is endless. So Adam you Sandler. Like the comedian, the, the, the Tony Bruno of comedians, because Tony's worked with everybody. Yeah, and had everybody like be like intern or whatever. You, it's the same thing. You, everybody go through goes through you and becomes something. Well, it's uh, your you influence know, uh, that it's done it. No, no, I had nothing to do with the influence, but I definitely got them started where they could actually work in professional rooms because they would say, "Can I open for you?" And I'd say, "Sure," and we'd go take a drive out to San Bernardino or wherever it was, and I mean, it, the list is endless how many people... Uh... Well, there's obviously something that you have. You are a great mentor. You Most recently, what we've seen it with John Dorenbos. John Dorenbos, who's the guy I, mean, I was mentioning. Oh, yeah. You're the first guy that brought Don, John Dorenbos up on stage to yeah. do his, his magic. That is true, and I actually got him, I don't know if you knew this, but I called Brian Gumble and got him on HBO, and that's when he got discovered. Wow. I, got, I said, Brian, you should do a piece on this guy. No one had ever heard of him, but uh, 
hey, he's through the roof now. He's on I Ellen know. all the time. Yep. And he's, uh, it's fantastic. I never hear from him anymore. <laughs> well, and we all, we all thank God he's alive. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was unbelievable. And America got talent. I mean, that... As a matter of fact, Cerami and I went to his wedding two years ago down in Mexico. Yes, we saw pictures. And we, were, uh, we went down there and we took a ride into town. <laughs> and uh, we we all split up. Me and Big Dom, you know Big Dom oh, from yeah. Eagles, yep. you know the security guy and his wife, and me and Cerami in his tiny car. Was, and Big Dom is like four hundred pounds. It literally was on two wheels. <laughs> so so we go into town, and I said I said meet here in front of the strip club in, in uh, Cabo. There's I said, strip clubs in Mexico. Uh, well, there was yeah. And I said meet here. Go of figure. course, I didn't pick McDonald's. Well, so Dom and his wife and me all show up, and we can't find Cerami anywhere. He's, we literally thought we were going up and down, up and down. And then I don't speak Spanish. I'm going to the police going, he's gone <laughs> He's El gone He's missing-o. I'm like trying to throw vowels in to explain to them he's missing. I show his picture and everything. They had a missing person's report on him. And then some, and I go back to the hotel and everybody's getting drunk, all Doran Boss's friends. They're going, oh, yeah. They uh, down here they, they kidnap them and then they uh, they cut them open and they take their organs and they sell them on the black market. I'm going, my friend Cerami, they cut them open, they cut them open. I was freaking out. Then I got to the fire department, the hospital, I got the hotel involved, and then I get a call. You know, me and Dom are like driving everywhere, going crazy. They go, oh, he's here drinking at the bar. That jackass. He took a bus back. Oh no, you took a I think a truck with roosters, <laughs> chickens and roosters. He made it back to the hotel. But then the next day they played a joke. Do you guys not have cell phones? No, he didn't have his. He didn't have his cell phone. Uh, I guess he didn't want that stolen. But his taking his liver is okay. It's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, then they played a joke on us. It was so great. Doran Boss's best friend. We had uh, breakfast with him the next day. And I literally was losing it laughing. They had a half and half carton, and they had his picture on it, and it said missing. <laughs> <laughs> El Davo. Or El Davo. That's such a great car. It was such a great joke. And, I, and he's like, what are you guys laughing at? What are you laughing at? We're loose. I'm pounding on the ground. What are you laughing at? Because he was just sitting there, <laughs> the half and a half with missing Dave Cerami. What they call you, El Ceram or something like that? or I, I forget what it was. But we had a great time at that wedding, and it was really nice to see him, you know, and you know, just watch his rise. It's, yeah, it's been incredible. And a great I, don't, I really, I don't hear from him much anymore. Well, we are so happy. He's big for time him. in me. Well, that's what happens. You know how it works. I know you did it to me. Exactly. When remember did I do the, it to at you? At the Super Bowl in San Diego, I, I'll never let you. I'll I didn't never big time you at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you were hanging out with Michael Irvin. I walked so why by. Why didn't you I call? By. By. We're in the gas lamp, and you were in an outdoor area. Go, hey, what's up? And then, boom, back That's to Michael it. Irvin. <laughs> that we were at Croce's, Croce's restaurant in San Diego. And I actually yeah. said to you, did you just big time me? <laughs> did I really? Yeah, you totally don't remember room. that. Why would yeah, I big time you? You big time me. You're just a schmuck like, radio guy in, in L.A. Hall of Fame. You're with a Hall of Fame. There's a Hall of Fame for comedians. <laughs> it was me, Eskin, and, uh, yes. and Michael Irvin. And, and Howard Eskin had never met Michael Irvin. Yeah, and cocaine so is a hell of a drug. You guys were all over that. The hell with the comedian. We're always last. That's nonsense. If I had realized it, maybe I was, was I drunk or something? Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> you know whose restaurant was? Pat Croce, not Pat Croce, Jim Croce's wife. Yeah. Jim Croce had a restaurant in the Gaslamp District of San Diego, and after he died, she maintained it, and it was one of the most popular. I don't even know if it's still there. That's I where you were. That's where we were. Yeah, we were at And I walked by you. I was uh, broadcasting from there. What were you doing there? I did, I did, did you know I was on Fox Sports? I, I had a syndicated show. And that, uh, the next day, I went to the Bahamas because I had a gig. You didn't know the story. I was with Kevin Kiley. 
Right, I, I don't replace, yeah. I replaced Booms. And they gave me the show. And I said, look, I have to go, though. I have this gig I have to do in the Bahamas. And they had a replacement for me. And they had a woman on, a prostitute, on the air at the Super Bowl. They said, she's making the most money this week, more than the players. <laughs> and then they, asked, then they asked her about where she gets her dildos. And, and I got fired. You got fired yeah, because got, of that? We got fired. <laughs> so wow. I came back. I had no job because they asked her about it. That's so, horrible, man. It's an outrage. Yeah. But now I actually have my own sports show. You're the first to hear this. Right. Is this breaking news? It, yeah, breaking news. Oh, we have breaking news. See, that's why you I can't miss I don't even think my friends know this. You have a sports show? I have a sports show on Sirius XM Mad Dog Sports. No. I want you to be a guest on it. Absolutely. And it starts the 28th. It's every Sunday night. Uh, it's 8 to 11 p.m. Western uh, Pacific time. So... That's 11 to 2. Uh, I, I usually listen to Delilah then. I, was, I, I thought you were going to say Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Up. Ruth, I think, is on <laughs> opposite you now. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm up against Dr. Demento. Remember him? <laughs> yes. But uh, every Sunday, yeah, it starts uh, on the 28th. Oh, I'm beautiful. very excited about it. Yeah, so you're doing it from the sport. West Coast? Well, from the Sirius XM Studios. And, and Where the are the Coast, Sirius yeah. XM Studios? On Wilshire. Yeah, on, in mid-Wilshire there. Is yeah. that near, like, near uh, where they do... Uh, which the CBS is on there too. I mean, there's a lot. There's a whole yes, yes. Right. They were all around there, and I, I already did a. I already had one show, but then this is the debut. I had you know Jeannie Bus, you know on you know my ex girlfriend. I, I know, I know her. I know. No, <laughs> I do know Jeannie. She was great. She She's was always my on the show. I know yes, she directed. You know that. Yeah. That Jeannie Buss was Craig Shoemaker's ex-girlfriend? I did not know that. I know you were trying to get her to be your ex-wife, though, for well, a Well, yeah. Time. I mean, I proposed to her many times on the air, and I was still married at the and, time. And by the way, my son, <laughs> we, we always get front row seats. Actually, I took Saran. Remember, we had front row seats. She always gives me great seats. Mm-hmm. And my son, my son's like whacking me on the, you know, she takes us back, uh, back, you know, back in the back room and everything. He goes, Dad. If you would if you would have been done it right, you you would you would have had this. I know, <laughs> but you wouldn't be alive. <laughs> you think this like, through. You, you, yeah, think this through. You would not be alive to be enjoying exactly. this. Okay, you're enjoying these seats, right. and I don't have to you know sleep. Did, did, did you turn around and say, you know what? What's it? You're right. I didn't mess this up. I should have did it right. Nobody would have been. I'd have been fine. Yeah. I would own, I'd own Lakers today. Exactly. Yeah. Well, at least you would have been fired by the Lakers somehow. As, as once you became a, what you oh, I became got fired from the Magic Johnson. Show. Well, yeah. You know. Do you know Next Craig, yes. You know Craig yes. Shoemaker was the first announcer on the Magic Wasn't Johnson. Was the announcer? Album. I was. Well, the, you were the sidekick. I'm the sorry. Co-host. You were, you were the Ed McMahon. I was. A, no, I was not. <laughs> I was not. I was not supposed to laugh at him. He's not known for the, being his jocularity. No, you're. Right. He Here's, just would laugh and say, hi-oh, no, and, what, read, and hand cards was, to him. I, they had a gr- it was a great premise in the practice shows. <laughs> I was supposed to tell him the jokes, and he was supposed to laugh. Right. The only problem is they had horrible writers that made me tell horrible jokes. You know what my opening joke was, right? No, I don't remember. Oh, my God. So understand, I'm like, a, I'm like this poor kid from Philadelphia. I'm like... Oh my God! I'm about to have my national TV debut. I'm Wait backstage. A so let me. So I got this right. You are a comedian. They hired you as a comedian. Yes. But then they had other comedians. No, they write had comedians, jokes. Writers, 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 and horrible writers. They had like uh, members-only jacket and mullet cuts. <laughs> by the way, if you have a members, by the way, Luigi still has one. Yeah, of those. if you I have do. a members-only jacket, and you're listening. I mean to offend you. <laughs> okay, okay. You, you can take it up with me some other time. But uh, yeah, and I, and I called the guy Slingblade because he had a jutted-out jaw and he talked like Slingblade at the time. That's okay. when it was. And I said, you can't make me tell these jokes. I'll get booed. He goes, mm, a boo is as good as a laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh. He goes, Johnny Carson loved to be booed. I, I don't want to be booed. I, nobody knows me. So I'm backstage. This is honest to God truth. 
and I'm about to, and it's a mostly urban crowd. That means black. Yes. Yeah, say what it is. Yeah, so I thought that meant like it was from the inner city. So just I, like want city you to, I want you to picture little Craig Shoemaker backstage. And here's my intro. I, I just won this, this big award, Community of the Year. Magic Johnson says this to the crowd. All right, everybody. Let's get the show started with my co-host. Now, Sling Blade wrote this intro. Right. Here's a guy nobody would shower with. Craig Shoemaker. I'm, going, I'm back there going, nobody would shower with me? What kind of an intro is this? <laughs> what does that mean? I almost didn't come out, but it was live. So I come out with my stupid walk. I have a horrible walk. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I bounce. Right. My head enters the body two minutes before the rest of my body. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm do 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 So I sit next to him. And they made me tell this joke. He's, it, he's supposed to tell, I'm telling the joke. He sets me up. He goes, oh, Craig, now how about that Bulls game last night? I go, Magic, I haven't seen him beating like that caught on tape since Rodney King. Oh! <laughs> now, do you see your reaction? I'm telling you. Yeah. There was a collective gasp. You could have heard here in Philly from Paramount <laughs> Oxygen masks were popping oh. out of the yeah. ceiling. It was, all the oxygen left the room. Yes. And by the way, if you're listening, I am white. Okay, I, I, it doesn't look yes, good, right? No. And, and, uh, so I'd say Why went, couldn't you have said Reginald Danny, at least, no, the that, truck driver? I, because Sling Boy wrote the joke, and, and it, it wasn't even a boo, it was a gasp. So he now, wrote imagine, the... He wrote the, the, the they made me tell it. They said, they you got to tell the They made you do the, the Rodney King joke? Yes, opening line, lines oh. out of my mouth. Wow. So magic, and you're done. Magic, known <laughs> for the assistant basketball, this is what he gives me. He goes, oh, Craig, you are bad. <laughs> oh, you are bad. Now, remember, everybody, I was Craig, the co-host, not me. I'm, he threw me right in the wood chipper. And every time I tell a joke about a celebrity, he didn't want to look bad. He goes, oh, Craig, you are bad. Now, he's not going to come on the show. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's not the reason. If he could pronounce the movie they're starring in. Michael Clark Duncan was in Armageddon. And Magic is reading the cue card going, now, up next from the movie Armageddon. <laughs> now, here he is from Armageddon, Craig. How do you say that word? I say, just say end of the world. It's the end of my career. It's the end of my life. My life was flashing before my eyes. So then Arnold Schwarzenegger comes on. Uh, so again, I'm sitting with these legends, and I realize halfway through, I have to be a UN translator. Neither one of them speaks good English. <laughs> so, and they did that kiss up, that Hollywood kiss up conversation, word for word conversation. Now, Arnold, the reason I had you as a guest on my premier talk show, you make a lot of money for a lot of needy people. Folks, don't he give it up for the needy people? Yeah. No, Magic, you're the one who give all the money back, right? He's got the AIDS awareness, the Magic Johnson theater in the hood there. Oh, come on, Arnold. You're the Special Olympics up for those needy kids. And I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to blend in? <laughs> so I lean over. I almost gave the buck to a homeless guy. He didn't have change for a 10. Oh, Craig, wow. you are bad. Now wow. the homeless guy's not going to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and they, fire, they fired me in the middle of a show. Did they really? Day, day three. Day three? Well, yeah. they, they pulled me off the couch. Magic goes, we'll be back after this. And apparently that didn't include me. <laughs> so, and they, wow. they whispered in my ear. They go, oh, you're going to be off the couch now. I, I, I start arguing. I go, what are you talking about? I'm I got girls who wouldn't go to the prom with me. I'm trying to make mad. (laughs) So they go, no, get off. And they practically bodily threw me off. And I looked at him for help. He's so glazed over the cue card. I'm a good dude. Anyway, so. so, But you and Magic are okay, though, right? I have no idea. I haven't seen him. Well, then then they kept me around. You go to Laker games. How can you see Magic Johnson? I had a contract. So they they kept me around. But I'd be in like the fifth segment, a cooking segment. He would throw flour on me, go, 
Oh, Craig, now you're a cake. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm there with flour. Wait, that show, last, Craig, wait, that show lasted five episodes? No, it lasted. It did. I, I got fired from Philadelphia, by the way. You did? I told, I told a reporter here, I think it was Gail Schister. Right, her? yes. I told her that it was like the Titanic and I'm bailing out with a shot glass. And it got all the way to L.A. This is before internet was that popular. And, it got, and they fired me for that. For they, saying that the show was, which it was. I said, Chevy, which show was worse as far as audience acclaim? Chevy Chase's show or Magic's? Well, Magic, Magic. Magic's. Ma you know, Chevy Chase was popular, and his show bombed. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, he lasted less episodes. With Magic, though, they brought in uh, Tommy Davidson, and he basically took over the show, and mm. they tried it so many things. It was just a failure. And that's at the top of my resume. Right. <laughs> Everything went downhill after that. <laughs> no. That's why I'm playing helium this week. Folks. But that's why, you know, the amazing thing about that is... I know you love the that Chevy Chase. No, show. not inhaling it. We're talking about no. the comedy club. <laughs> but um, uh, it was a joke. That's called sarcasm. That Chevy she knows. That Chevy Chase show lasted twenty nine episodes. Twenty nine episodes. Twenty nine. Oh, no, episodes. Magic lasted three months, I believe. Yeah, twenty nine. How many episodes is that? Three oh. months is five. So twelve. It's oh, Tony, you're a math major. <laughs> I'm just yes, like he the, is. I'm like the I'm like the uh, genealogist or the <laughs> DNA person who did the uh, Elizabeth Warren's DNA test. I got it about half right. How many episodes? So it's four. So you do five shows a week. Was he doing four or five a week? A five. Because now they do oh. only four shows oh, no. now. Oh, it was five a week, and it five was really uh, it was torture. So that would be twenty as a month. I thought it was per week. Oh, I thought it was a weekly show. It was a five day a week show. Yeah, it was nightly, wasn't it? It was Magic, canceled after eight weeks. Hour was every night. Magic it was canceled was after every, eight weeks. Every, eight, eight weeks. Oh, we we made it eight weeks. Yep. I made it about three and a half. I think it was weeks. I mean, I was off the couch on day three. Then I tried to get back on the couch. I called Sam Jackson. You know, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, yeah. He's a buddy of mine. I said, Sam, look, I got to get back on this couch. And I said, can you uh, do a guest star thing? Because they were losing guest stars. The lead guest on day four, because everyone was canceling. The word was out. Don't do that Don't show. Do the, show. the lead guest was Suzanne Summers with a new thigh master. That's how wow. bad it was. Oy. And actually, Kobe was on that episode, too. He was a rookie. He was like 18 years old. So you could have gone on as Don Knotts. These, these, are the, these are the lead guests. So I go, I'm going to get back on there. And I called Sam, and Sam goes, shoo, I can't do it. My publicist said, don't do that show. I said, please. So he says, um, I said, just do it a favor for me. Just come. He goes, all right, but you can't announce my name. I said, okay. So I went in, and I told the producers. I said, look, I got Samuel L. Jackson. And I said, but it has to be a surprise. And, and his agent goes, Magic doesn't like surprises. I go, what, 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 what was he, 12? <laughs> and I go, well, he's not coming on then. And he, he pounces on the uh, table. He goes, Magic doesn't like surprises. I said, you're not getting Sam Jackson. Finally, I convinced him. And I did this whole bit. I told the, the band that he was coming on. And I did this bit. And I go, Magic, you need golf lessons. And then, and then they played Pulp Fiction. Samuel L. Jackson walks out. It's all good. And then they took me off the couch. <laughs> it didn't work. Even though you got him Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah. I hate the entertainment industry. Oh, the entertainment <laughs> It's a rough business. But I'd rather do that than coal mining or oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sewage I mean, treatment. You know? All right, we're going to take a break. And you're sticking around, right? Because i got to get something to eat. Because we're on, we're going to go to nine. That's what we do, two hours. Because mm. I, I want to talk some sports with you, too. Okay, all right. Because now you get your own sports show on Sirius XM. I better know Sunday my sports. Nights. Yes, you should. And I want to ask you, know you what I'm going to do? I'm just going to listen to your podcast and then just... How much sports have we talked to? We talked a little NBA earlier, but I got to ask you now. I talked them. Because LeBron's a Laker. And I'm going to tease this. Yeah. LeBron's a Laker now. You live in L.A. You have a connection with Jeannie Buss. 
So, and also the Dodgers are good, and they're in go probably yeah. going to go to the World Series. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you the definitive question, but I'll hold it till we take a break because I got to pee. And then I'm going to have you have a Sky Energy drink, the new sponsor. What, what happens on, during the break? What do you do? We pee. Go to the bathroom. But no, I mean, what are, what are people listening to? I play to? music. We do they listen music. to you pee? I play no, no, we play. We play old <laughs> school. No, you know what we is play? That, we that play sound. We play, is that Robin or is that Tony No, we P? play the old school drive-in movie. All right, folks. Uh, this uh, right? Let's all go to the movie. So that's what's going to happen yes. now. Do you yes. lose listeners? No, 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 they, no. they love that. No. This is the best part of the oh, show for them. Because they're peeing. They're yeah, peeing, everybody's they're peeing. They're getting a snack, you know. Okay, you watch a TV show, and it's like a three-hour movie on regular TV because it's a two-hour movie, but they got to stick an hour commercials in. You pause it, and you go pee. Perfect. i got to go break wind. So it's All right, well, that's good. Just go into a different room. Just go to a different room. <laughs> you went out there on Moyamensing Avenue. I'm going on Moyamensing. Go on Moyamensing. Go yeah. down to 2 Street a couple blocks away. <laughs> And break car with, uh, I think the string bands are practicing now for oh the Mummers Parade, so go I down love, there and hang I love it. the Mummers. I do, too. No one knows what that's like. The rest of the country have no idea what I I'm know. talking about. Nope. It's a shit show. It's the greatest commercial, if you want to learn how to do a Philadelphia accent, the Mummers commercial. Yeah. They would go, call now for this limited time only. Yeah. The Mummers string band, this year's winner was Furco. <laughs> <laughs> In the fancy. It's the, the show of shows at the Atlantic the City Convention yeah. Center. Come on down. Come on down. Mummers. Mummers. <laughs> <laughs> best accent. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah. we're going to be back okay. in five minutes. We'll All right, I got to pee. All right, bye. Stay there, folks. We got more Craig Shoemaker, and we'll break down East Coast, West Coast, not rap wars like they used to be. East Coast, West Coast. Sports Wars, coming up. Stick around here. Live at Moonshine Philly with Craig Shoemaker and the gang. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Woohoo, that was the end of the first half of the show. Make sure you download the second. You're not going to want to miss it. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.